Boom. It is. Welcome, welcome. So it's the Julie and Kaz show. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so we are two wellness, what, passionate wellness warriors. Almost passionate. She's, I need a bit more of this. She needs coffee. Uh, so I'm Julie. I'm a health and nutrition coach with Balanced Life with Julie. I'm Kaz. I am a registered massage therapist, an intuitive energy healer, meditation coach. I own Key Health and Wellness in Whitby. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're... <laughs> I'm in desperate need of coffee. She's trying to wake up. Um, we're going to talk about yoga today. Mm-hmm. Yoga. Yo, yoga. Yoga. Yes. What's it all about, Julie? Right. Because I've taught yoga for over 15 years. Wow. Yikes. I've done yoga for, I don't know, three years. When I say done yoga, I mean like once a year, maybe I'll jump in on a class. And it's not because I don't like it. I love it when I'm in it. I just don't seem to get to it. Yeah. So the cool thing about yoga is it's for everybody and it Mm -hmm. helps everything. So if someone is an athlete, it's going to help stretch things out, especially Mm. if you do uh, things like hockey or um, basketball or any of those uh, running big time mm-hmm. like it's huge huge help in terms of stretching um but if you're somebody who sits at a desk all day it's also really good to stretch now yoga comes from india mm-hmm. and uh, no i did not invent it <laughs> <laughs> you could but say you did i could no one would know it's not like there's some sort of system or something you can ask that tells you everything like google yeah exactly (laughs) um so yoga literally means to yoke or to bring union to so union to mind body and spirit Mm -hmm. using breath And and i just have to interject there i find that term gets used so much mind body and spirit and it kind of drives me crazy as you know i don't do well with the hypes and the fads and things but in yoga classes, I can't believe how connected to yourself you end up becoming, not just physically, but you're suddenly in your mind, you're in your thoughts. And when you leave, you're like floating. You feel like you're in a different dimension almost in a good way. Mm-hmm. I know that shit works. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you were the first to swear today. Yay! I'm rubbing off on you. It's not really a swear, um, but So in terms of the practice itself, there's many different types of yoga, although predominantly the type of yoga that we do in the West is called um, Hatha yoga. So that's what represents all of the physical postures. Mm. But there's bhakti yoga, which is devotional yoga. So it'd be like chanting. It would be um, doing offerings. So in, in India, There are a lot of different festivals, and in those festivals, you would make an offering to whatever deity. Mm. So there's that. Um, There's karma yoga, so doing service, you know, so volunteering, that kind of stuff that Mm -hmm. falls under the practice of yoga. There's um, Raj yoga, which is more looking at tax and philosophy and that kind of stuff. Um, So there are different types of yoga, but we're kind of just hook, uh, hung up on the Hatha yoga aspect of it. I have to say, when I opened up the wellness center, there's a yoga studio 
in my business, I did not know all the different types of yoga. I thought there was just like one or two. Either the one where you get to cheat and you have like the blocks and the bolsters <laughs> or the one where it's like hardcore boot camp style. There's so many. Yeah. So many. So even within Hatha yoga, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of yoga practices. And because people take different aspects of it and kind of spin it out, like in the West, there's so many different styles of yoga. So the one that you call cheating, (laughs) that actually stems from Iyengar, who was a very well-known, he's like, of there's a handful of teachers that came from India, and he was one of those teachers who helped spread the practice of yoga. But the purpose of using blocks and props is to really assist your body to maintain proper form so mm-hmm. that you're able to actually do the pose. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the idea is that the blocks and the props go away, mm-hmm. you know. And I went to an Iyengar class not that long ago, and it was super intense it's very slow moving and it was taught by an indian guy like from mumbai and it was hard (laughs) so hard Uh, and i've like done different types of yoga over the years like hatha and power and hot like hot was how i started with yoga Mm -hmm. so is hot and power yoga are they just kind of newer fads that have come out of Mm-hmm. the traditional ones because I've noticed that they're out there a lot lately. Um, so the traditional practices are Iyengar, Ashtanga. Ashtanga, which is, I would say, very difficult and not accessible for most people. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you can't do it. You, it takes a lot of discipline. Are those like the headstandy moves that you can do? And- um, uh, I, we did Ashtanga. Michael and I did Ashtanga for like very religiously for a few years there. Him more than I did. We would go like Basically, you go six days a week unless it's full moon and you practice six days a week and there's a set series. So there's primary series A, primary B, C, D. Very few people in the world can do D and you actually have to go to India to be advanced through the series. Um, And what's it called? Ashtanga. Yeah. I feel like I can't even pronounce it, let yeah. alone do it. So the, the like Ashtanga, Iyengar, those are the more traditional ones. Um, and then hot, which really came from Bikram, which was where I first started practicing yoga. Mm-hmm. Hot yoga kind of the only reason the room was heated. And this is from Bikram himself. He's like, we do yoga in the heat in India. So it just made sense to heat the room. Right. That's seriously how hot yoga started in North America, because some guy from India was like, well, it's not hot enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And now it's become this super trendy fad. And so things like moksha or moto or whatever you want to call it, or even power yoga in a heated room, all of those people at some point or another studied with Bikram. And then when they broke off and created their own thing, they just kind of took some elements from that practice, mm. the heat primarily and used it. Now, you know, the heat makes people think that they're working harder. Yes, I hear that all the time. I'm sweating more, so something must be happening. Yeah. Well, the, I taught hot yoga for a long time, and I would say predominantly the thing that I noticed was most people weren't sleeping enough and they weren't hydrating enough. Mm. And, and yeah. I wasn't a fan of having hot people in the room doing hot yoga if they weren't taking care of their bodies. Mm-hmm. So there is that kind of 
important element to mm-hmm. to take care of yourself well, if you're something pl- to think of for sure yeah. if you're planning on stepping in a room where it's 40 degrees to do yoga like make sure you're drinking water you know you would think it's like a a given yeah. but i know you drag me to a a hot yoga class without my knowledge <laughs> and i had nothing in terms of drink or <laughs> when they were giving me like extra towels and like we walk in and the steam comes flying out of the door. I'm like, where are you taking me? It was good. I didn't know but it was your first hot class. It was, yes. And it was in Vegas. So like <laughs> we could have just stayed outside and done it. No, we could we went have. even more hotter. and It snowed when we were in Vegas. I know, it did. <laughs> we brought the snow to The Vegas. one time in a decade is the week we decided to go. The week before and the week after. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so all this to say that yoga has, like there are different kinds of yoga. So one of the things one of my teachers said to me many years ago was that it's important to do a style of yoga that complements your life. So if you're mm-hmm. somebody who's like super stressed and you're running around all the time, then you need to do a slower moving practice because that's going to bring balance back into your life. Um, If you're someone who's pretty uh, sedentary or you're lethargic um, energy wise, then you probably want to be doing a flow type practice because you want to get the energy moving in your body. So those are like two of the things that I think are really important to keep in mind. Um, and then it's also really important to seek out a teacher that knows what they're talking about. Like Coco. Like Coco. Hang on. Coco. Shanti. Oh, no. It's not even. We're, this is the fun of recording podcasts at home. Hi. Hey. You're being so good. I didn't even hear you. Good job. Okay. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, to seek out a teacher that actually, <laughs> it's really important to seek out a teacher that actually knows what they're talking about um, because it's so easy, like some, especially like there's yoga now on YouTube and stuff, and you can't see your alignment when you're practicing by yourself at home. Not to say that there is no value to practicing at home. There is. But going to a public class, mm-hmm. working with a teacher that, knows how to do a hands-on adjustments is really, really helpful. It can change your practice. Absolutely. I know for me, I'll be in a pose and then yourself or another instructor will just move, say, my hips slightly and it changes everything. And if you're at home, and I'm not at all dismissing home practice, like you said, but maybe start off going to a class so that you get that foundational knowledge so that when you're at home, you are doing it properly. Because A, you want to get the best out of your practice and B, you don't want to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like working out at home. Um, If you're not in alignment, you're actually doing more damage than good. And yoga poses are set up in such a way that they work when the alignment is correct. Mm. When alignment is off, they actually don't work because the energy in your body isn't flowing correctly. And generally for most people, especially starting out, you've probably got tight hips and hamstrings Mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff going on. And 
when you go into a pose, your body will try and cheat at the pose mm-hmm. to try and make it comfortable. And this is one of the big sort of mis- un- misunderstandings with yoga is like you it can be uncomfortable at times, especially at the beginning. It is difficult, but that doesn't mean you can't modify things. That doesn't mean you can't adjust, but you do want to do your best to attain and move towards proper alignment because that's going to help you move through whatever blocks there might be in your physical body. If I may go back to something that you said. So I really liked that you said you want to do a practice that complements and brings balance to your life because I'm someone that's quite impatient. I find I have a lot of energy. Um, and so to do a practice that's slower kind of drives me crazy because when we're in a pose, say if I was to do restorative or like a yin where you're in a pose for seven to maybe 10 minutes and I'm stuck in my brain that's going, it can be really uncomfortable. However, I will say at the end of those classes, I feel great. Mm -hmm. And I I like that you use the word balance because it never occurred to me that that's what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. is giving myself that aspect of my life that I'm missing, which is to slow down and reestablish that alignment and connection Mm -hmm. between the mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. And a slow-moving practice can be just as powerful as a fast-moving practice. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on the person. And it's important to kind of see where you're at and then choose accordingly. And you can also mix things up. Like sometimes I like slow and sometimes I like moving more. Mm-hmm. So I think knowing your limit and listening to your body as well. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely go mm-hmm. try yoga if you've never yes. tried it. And guess what, fellas? Yoga's for men too. Yes. It is. What? I know. Mic drop. Sometimes it can be considered as date night if you took your significant other. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Get to see them and stretch your pants and take them on a date. Wow. <laughs> it's all good. It's a win-win. So uh, find us on social media. Mm-hmm. Please let us know what did you think about this topic. If you've tried yoga, what you like, what yeah. classes are good. Yeah, let us know yeah. what was your yoga experience. That's right. And then, like Julie said, you can reach us on social media. So I'm at Key Health and Wellness with B. That's K I Health and Wellness with B. And I'm at Julie Bro. All right. See you later. Bye. This show has been produced by podcastexpert.ca.